Hello, listeners of the Call Me By Your Game podcast. This is your host, Connor McCabe, here to do a little introduction for this week's episode. And the reason that I'm doing it is because your boy has been such a busy bee that I'm not, I just didn't have time to record an episode for this week. We'll have a brand new one coming at you next week. But for now, please enjoy this re-release one of my favorite episodes one from way back i believe it's episode 12 don't have it in front of me could be 13 but i think i'm thinking it's 12 featuring my good friend oscar montoya discussing his relationship with the game marvel versus capcom 2 uh so enjoy this episode again from the early days of the podcast we're already over 100 episodes past this uh and it's a great one so I think you'll enjoy it. In the meantime, you're not going to hear me talk about the Patreon on this episode because it didn't exist yet. So if you're listening to this for the first time or you want to know how to support us, check us out at patreon.com slash supernpcradio where you get not just stuff from me and the Call Me By Your Game podcast, but a whole lot more. And it's pretty detailed there. Otherwise, enjoy this episode, a nice little throwback, again featuring Oscar Montoya discussing Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Welcome back to the Call Me By Your Game podcast. This is your host, Connor McCabe. Uh, if you are a new listener to the Call Me By Your Game podcast, welcome. Uh, and if you're an old listener, it's good to see ya. Um, <laughs> and for specifically for those of you who haven't listened to the show, I'll give you a little idea of what uh, you're getting into today. So the Call Me By Your Game podcast is a show where I bring on friends of mine to talk about a video game that is special to them and why. And we talk about not only like what uh, is so great about this game or what they might love specifically about the game itself, but also I like to dive in to what made that special to them, what was special about when they played it, why they played it, and just get into those fun deets. Um, and I couldn't do this show without a guest. So please welcome to the. I almost said welcome to the stage. We're not. We're not doing that right now. We're not doing that. Please welcome to the chair. <laughs> Which welcoming anyone to a chair just sounds really ominous. Uh, Oscar Montoya. Hi, Oscar. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. This is a this is a true joy to have you here. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, if you don't know Oscar, uh, Oscar is an actor, an improviser. Dare I call you a writer? Do you call yourself a writer? No, not at all. Do you... <laughs> I do write, but I do not call myself a writer. Well, that's how you know you're a real writer. Uh, <laughs> Oscar's another, one of uh, many wonderful performers and uh, human beings in Los Angeles. Uh, we know each other through how I know the majority of my guests on this show, through improv and the UCB community. Um, but we're not here to talk about that today. We're here to talk about uh, video games. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. How are you doing? Oh my gosh, I'm doing great. Good. That was like so fun to play the game. Mission accomplished. I mean, uh, here's the thing. It's like <laughs> I'll, I can talk about video games all day long. Yeah. 
I've done it before. It's the thing that <laughs> makes me happy. I'm obsessed with video games. It's my favorite thing in the world. It does. It. I can resonate with you in exactly how you just delivered that. <laughs> because a lot of the time, we've this is something Jeremy and I have talked about. And Jeremy put it in a specific term that really sticks with me. Jeremy on his show one time last year, which listen to video games, a comedy show on wherever you get your podcast. Um, I have to, I have to legally plug that on it. Legally, no, no, it's it's a thing I'm doing. Uh, Jeremy des- likes to describe it as looking at a Mario, which is whenever he can just put a Mario within his view, uh, it, it just makes him happy. Like if I can be l- reading about video games, watching, playing, mm-hmm. listening, drawing, any sort of thing like that, for me does bring so- just this like weird layer of happiness yeah i mean i was raised by video games it's like what i it's the first thing i remember i i you know like as a kid being what five years old having a nintendo and i was truly raised on nintendo and horror movies as a as a baby i suddenly now have you're wearing you're wearing a halloween shirt right now so and not like halloween the movie literally a shirt with pumpkins and kitties and black cats (laughs) so not exactly horror but it's in the family spooky i'm a spooky boy uh so you had actually that that you just made that really easy for me to transition into Mm -hmm. uh kind of some stuff i want to talk about which is where are you from how'd you get into video games uh what's intertwined there yeah Yeah. talk to me my friend so i was born in colombia in south america in a village palmira colombia and uh uh, we were i mean when i say village it was like a village we had no paved roads we had a black and white television that we got from the dump you know wow. what i mean um uh it was wild everything was you know we had a black and white tv but we we got a nintendo we had a nintendo growing up and it was one of those truly magical moments for me and my like 2000 cousins yeah <laughs> um what we would like pop um, I, re- you know, my very first video game that I ever got was a game called, I don't know if y'all know this one. It's called Monster Party for the Nintendo. And it is a bizarre, <laughs> insane video game. Um, like truly it is the mashup of two of my favorite things, I was gonna video say. games and horror stuff. I remember, you know, cause like Nintendo, um, cartridges had really fun, not cartridges, but the box art mm-hmm. is like stunning yes you know i think we lose some of that now with the new gen games mm-hmm. like it's not people don't really buy for the art no they buy for the game obviously and now like we uh just to add a little on top of that because I've, I've given it a little thought mm-hmm. now like we are able to see youtube videos like exactly pr- like a creator reviews mm-hmm. like write-ups screenshots that back then it was kind of like legit spoilers oh, that's just beautiful i mean what that's is that? awesome on me what <laughs> we're looking at a screenshot of the game oh my gosh weirdly enough this like really com- this picture here communicates my sense of humor <laughs> to a <laughs> t oh my gosh that's amazing everyone should google monster party google monster party it's so weird the game is about if i remember correctly because i Truly, it was one of that and Castlevania were the only games that I ever played on the Nintendo. Oh, wow. I didn't play Mario until 
Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo. So I was like totally, I didn't know anything about Mario until I came to the States. Um, but the game Monster Party is about a boy who is a softball player. He was playing in a little league. And all of a sudden, <laughs> this like gargoyle monster comes from space and is like, hey, our world is being overtaken by monsters. I need to. I need your help. And he's like, I'm just a kid. <laughs> this and is almost like, the plot of Earthbound. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, yeah. And he's like, I'll meld with you. So then it's like very altered beasty sometimes. If you get enough power-ups, you can turn into this gargoyle that shoots lasers. But the game is, I mean, like all Nintendo games, it, it was so hard. And like not linear in its gameplay. It's like very interesting. Very, very bizarre game. Mm. I loved it. I was obsessed with it. It was my life. Um, played Nintendo and then I moved to the States and then I got a Nintendo Super Nintendo very late. This is like when the N64 was a yeah. thing and I got, I started playing Super Nintendo. Wow. Then. So, um, yeah, I'm sorry. I, did I answer your question? No, no, no. This is no, I'm, this is like exactly what I want to hear from you. This is helpful. Cause I mean, it's also helpful. Like I find, uh, the way people digest games or and when they did as interesting i mean if you would have experienced mm. those games when they came out your perception and your feeling with them would have been different yeah as opposed to catching up uh yeah. i played had to play catch up with mm, the majority of games in my life so it's very it it colors it for sure did you get your systems later than sort i guess yeah most of them yeah, so when I grew up, uh, I, I've i mentioned this before on the show, but for as long as I can remember, we had an NES, mm-hmm. um, and then, and I was born in 1990, so that was the year the Super Nintendo came out. Right. We never had one. I got a Nintendo 64 two years after it came out, and mm. then a- after that, pretty much with the exception of the Wii U, which I eventually got, I've been the same year if not with the switch i was like i have to have this the day it comes uh, out. i see i see yes but see. even now with the ps4 that i was telling you i have mm-hmm. like i played catch up playing spider-man this year which is from a year ago right. i tried out like bioshock and stuff like that so uh yeah but that's really interesting wow, you never played bioshock before? no never did you get that sp- spoiler ruined for you um no wait i probably have had the a spoiler for that game ruined Mm. but that's the thing that sucks about playing nowadays everything is ruined for you because before it's like pre-internet like you didn't know if the game was good literally you had no idea if the game was good or not i have played some shitty ass games because the box art was so freaking cool you know um but you explore you discovered you 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 were like what you took chances Samus on stuff. Samus is a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar's I mean? eyes just popped out of his head. <laughs> yeah, oh, I got to pick them up. Oh, boy. Sorry about that. My eyes do that a lot. No, it's okay. Uh, that's where I wear glasses. Um, <laughs> they just fall onto your glasses. <laughs> yeah, and I just push my glasses back up. And they get, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that there's a little bit of like that dumb thing that's just ruined. I mean, the internet is great, obviously. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to media and sort of experiencing the media fresh... That's sort of gone. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Even, I mean, you can, I mean, I don't know if you watched The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. but I'm sure you know what Baby Yoda 100%. is. hundred percent. And even though, even though, like, because I watched that show after that happened, mm-hmm. after that it flooded the internet. Right. And even though I didn't know what Baby Yoda meant, what the significance was, or anything, I was, I did feel a sense of that I like kind of missed out on the, on just the genuine experience of 
learning about yeah. it in the moment before people were talking about it. Yeah, yeah. So that does make that tough. Mm-hmm. Um, you were talking about. I wanted to. I wanted to poke and prod a little bit. Yeah. You were talking about uh, the box art in this game. Ouch! Ouch! <laughs> I, I'm, I'm actually literally doing this. I <laughs> asked if I could. Ouch! And um, and with the box art, yeah, that was a. It, like you said, it was a huge thing in that era because you did have to take a chance on a lot of games based mm-hmm. on the box art and the few things that were on the back of oh, it. Oh yeah. Was this a game you told me that you grew up in a village with like no paved roads? Mm-hmm. Is this a game that like came to you where you actually had a place that had it and you're like, no, I want that because of this. I'm now I'm talking about Monster Party. The <laughs> the closest city. To where we were is a place called Cali, and that's where we went. It was maybe a three-hour drive mm-hmm. to get there, and that's where we sort of went to the movies yeah. once a month. That's maybe, a huge... Maybe. Uh, and we had that Nintendo. My cousin... Actually, my cousin Danny had that. It wasn't even mine, but it stayed at my house because we... Even though our, our TV was only in black and white and was very shitty, it was huge, <laughs> large... <laughs> Um, so that was like the TV where we yeah. watched stuff. That so, worked out really well for it, you. The oh, console oh, stays at oh, your house. Yes, 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 yes. Oh yes, my yes. goodness. Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, and so when we were in like the shopping centers there, we would see a lot of the games yes. and stuff. Yeah. And we would get like, weirdly enough, like in Colombia, Mario wasn't, I don't ever remember Mario. Interesting. Yeah. It was all like weird little like I remember Castlevania was like, whoa, yeah. Castlevania. Um and then what was the Master Blaster? Was that the game? Yeah. Uh-huh. What is it? The where you like get out and you like walk and then you get in a little car mm-hmm. and then not a car, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Master Blaster, I remember that. Those were big yeah. in Columbia. Like, whoa. Um, but then um Yeah, so that's that was uh Interesting. So yeah. Mario could go to Colombia and it would be like like a celebrity going to a place where they're not recognized. Yeah. Mario could just live in peace and not be disturbed exactly, and ask for pictures. Exactly. I had to make some joke out of, that, out of Mario not being uh, well known in <laughs> Colombia, and there it is. Um, it very that's very cool. Uh, you so you got a Super Nintendo when you came. We don't have to go through your entire history. Yeah. But but like, uh, have video games? Did they remain a part of your oh, life and, up until now? Yeah, I mean they never. Ooh, cool. They're the only consistent things in my life. I mean that truly that and horror movies have been. Wow. You know my interests like wane and I sort of like whatever drop hobbies, but like horror movies, video games were stayed. My number one and two. I, I don't know what I love more. I think I love video games more than horror, which is, whoa, that's the first time I said it out loud. Oh, wow. my goodness. <gasps> feels different when you say it, doesn't whoa. it? Whoa. But I, I, cannot, I cannot stress <laughs> enough We're getting how a hand up. much I love video games. And there's specific ones. There's games that I won't ever play. Yes. Like, I won't ever play a military shooter. Yeah. Um, not for me either. It's just like weird for me, like yeah. icky. I I probably am not gonna get into some sports game. So mm-hmm. like Madden, like yeah. or FIFA, like probably not for me. Um, my the loves of my life are the fighting games. That's yeah. where that's that's where I thrived. Cause you know I grew up with siblings and yeah. I you know I had friends, so it was like figuring out a game that was playing games that were co op. Yes. You know, 
So like a JRPG, I, as much as I love JRPGs, I didn't start playing them until Final Fantasy VII came out, mm-hmm. which was like a thing that everyone did. Yes. You know, when the PlayStation came out, it's like, you playing FF7 or yeah. what? You know? <laughs> so, but then after that, like before that, I just couldn't, you know? Yeah. So I played, oh my God, what were some shitty little games I I played? Well, Killer Instinct was hot in oh. my household. Um What's the primal rage for the Super Nintendo was such a garbage game, but we played that too, 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 too long. That's another fighter, right? Yes. Clay okay. Fighters, oh, another one. Shout out to Clay Fighter. Yeah, I had all the fighting games. To me, it was like I had to have all the fighting games. Did That makes sense. I mean, you're you're sharing it with so many people. Not only right. is it is it, uh like a good good gig game to play as like in a co-op sense but mm-hmm. also i mean if if there are like multiple people around exactly which it sounds like there were around yeah. you gotta have a way to pass around the controller yeah and exactly, exactly what you're saying if you're sitting in a jrpg like maybe some some people do like to sit with their siblings and like watch them play i have never met someone it's probably someone forced okay to can do i so. tell you something yes. very embarrassing yes you can you've never met someone before <laughs> I've, I've met what are people i've never seen them. i Someone broke up with me. <laughs> oh God! I'm Someone sorry. broke up with me because I was playing, according to them, <laughs> too much oh. Sweet Code in three. <laughs> and here's the thing about Sweet Code in three: you gotta put the time into it, yes. right? And they were very much like, "Okay, what's the deal? <laughs> it's either me or it, it's either me or Sweet Code in three. And I was like, "Okay, the door is that way." Yeah. <laughs> And my I gotta unlock all 101 characters. Come on, <laughs> that is uh, it's the first story we've had on the show about someone getting dumped over a video game, yes, but it won't be the last. No, also, the fact that they made you choose between them and something else, Unfair. being I maybe there is a world where it's like, yeah, choosing between this and a, and, and a, maybe a thing that's I don't know, bad for you is like not the craziest thing to do to a partner, but no, no, no. I mean, here's the thing. Um, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> here's if you, if you want to be in a relationship with me, you have to know that I play yeah. games like mm-hmm. that's <laughs> play games. I didn't mean it that way, but, um, play video games is what I meant. Oh, now um, we know what you mean. <laughs> I exclusively would play mental mind games. No, I'm kidding. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, to me, it's like, oh, I would love to, date another gamer like that Mm -hmm. would be like oh my gosh the best scenario yeah i would i would even say as as someone who um is in a partnership now Mm -hmm. like l doesn't play a lot of video games she still if we ever break out like the super nintendo lately she's been wanting to play donkey Kong country 2 so we've like dipped our toes in and out that's um mm. so good first game i bought for the super nintendo so really come and play it i can I tell you, yes. I still to this day, owning Donkey Kong Country 2 was such a moment for me oh. that I still have the box. Still. Was it like the getting it was that was a big deal? I remember it was Christmas of 96, 95, yeah. whatever the, that year. that And it, because I never got, here's the thing, my, my parents were cheap as hell. I never got <laughs> any of the new games that came out. It was yeah. usually, I usually borrowed them from friends or I got them way mm-hmm. too late. But that was one of the few games that I got when they when it was released. Awesome. And it was, I mean, it was iconic. I will 
it that was such a huge moment for me i truly i'll i this is an easy thing when i get someone on mic in front of me i can be like i would like you to come over and i would like I to would play that game love nothing because more than that. i have it oh my on gosh, the super nintendo Connor, Connor. Uh, and you've got to see what you've got you to done? see what, what I, have you done? You've got to see what Jeremy knows and what I uh, Jeremy knows of it because he's been there and what I affectionately call the dream room. Uh, Ooh. So I've got a little CRT old tube TV setup <gasps> that has this plug. So yeah, we'll do that. What? Um, but before I lose my thought, all I wanted to say was even if it's someone who's not super into games, like being with a partner or someone who is just like. Uh, I guess understanding it's like I have a problem. Well, I do. Uh, but someone who's like understanding or just like uh, like is okay, not just okay with it. Toler- tolerant is like a probably not a good term for it, but is like happy that it's like okay that that's a part of your yeah. life. Yeah, and we'll like watch you play and we'll play as well. It's like in- that's, oh, that's what a dream. Truly, that's yes. all I care about. My next partner, just I don't care uh, about anything else. You mm-hmm. can be a killer. I don't care. <laughs> Just be cool with me playing video games. <laughs> a, gen- a general killer. <laughs> I love yeah, it. Just be, just be a killer, whatever. Ugh, amazing. Well, one, sorry. Two, at least you know what <laughs> no, you, it's totally what you fine. need. What, yeah. Like a require, like a thing that you are, you should yes. have. Yes, yes, yes. Um, awesome. Uh, you, uh, you said earlier. Of course, you've kept video games in your life forever. Yes. You still play video games. I still play. I own. I have owned most systems except for the Nintendo sixty four. I never owned that okay. one. So that's a huge blind spot mm-hmm. for me. Um, but besides that, I've ha- I've owned every system. Nice Xbox as well. Xbox. I have the X. Currently have the 360 and the one. Cool. Just in. I have house. A, I have a 360, which I got again. Like I said, I play catch up. I got 360 in like fall of 2012, so mm-hmm. it had been out for like six years already. Yeah. Um, but literally the year that the one came out or another year before, sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, but I want to get a, I'm also like, because I want to be in all games. Yes. I am partly tempted to get like a one at some point. Also, they're probably going to be a lot cheaper this year when the new Xbox comes out because I want to get a new PlayStation when the new one comes out. Right. But I won't get a new Xbox. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's a lot of money. Um, I would. I'm. You know, it's so funny. It's like if I were to, you know, the good son this, and like if I were holding PlayStation. Oh my goodness. And the Xbox, <laughs> and they were like falling down a cliff, and I was holding them. Yeah. And I had to let go of one. Oh shit. Who would I let go? I would probably let go of Xbox. Okay. And hold on to that PS. I can't believe it took. This is technically, this is going to be like episode, I don't know, 14 or 15 or so. It took this long to get a good son reference. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. Uh, you got to know your audience. Uh, Come on. You Y'all do. see the good son. Elijah Wood. Uh, I remember seeing that movie as like a 11 or 12 year old and being uh, affected by it. Just being like, oh this my God, kid Connor, is evil. You sort of are the mix between <laughs> Elijah Wood and Macaulay Culkin. I have never. Oh my god! You just got it. I think you nailed it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, you nailed it. That's you know crazy. that's funny. <laughs> that's right. That's crazy. Oh my gosh! That's you are Elijah Wood and Macaulay Culkin from The Good Son mixed together. That's so funny. Oh, I, the evil of Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. And the purity of like the. Oh my gosh! That's funny that you say that because I have several times in my life people have been like, you know who you look like is Elijah Wood at different times. Oh, interesting. I've gotten that, uh, and then 
I was a very precocious child, so it doesn't surprise me to be compared to Macaulay Culkin, who's Whoa. very precocious. I would yeah. say you are more Macaulay Culkin than you are yeah. Elijah Wood. I'd say that's probably fair. Wow. To 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 who knows my my fortune or my detriment? Who knows? Uh, wow, fortune, you really hit the fortune. nail on the head. There. Well, I mean, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, but you're you're a current video gamer. Let's yes. get into some talk about this game. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Duh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you're okay. Before we, um, I don't even know if we said the game we're going to. No, do. I don't think we have. <laughs> I don't think we even mentioned it. Uh, that's okay because this has been really fun already. Uh, <laughs> all I'm going to share a little game history and context as Ooh. always. Please, I always uh, would love for the guests to jump in if you want to, but no pressure. Um, the game we're talking about to to today that uh, Oscar wanted to bring on the show is Marvel versus Capcom 2. And it has a, 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 a subtitle, technically, New Age of Heroes. That's right. So Marvel versus Capcom 2, New Age of Heroes. This is a crossover fighting game developed and published by Capcom in 2000. It was originally released for arcade machines, but pretty quickly was ported to not only the Dreamcast, but the PS2, Xbox, and later generations as well. Like, you played it on the PS3. Um, mm-hmm. This game features a roster of 56 playable characters from the Oof. Avengers. X-Men. I'm sorry, what? 50? 50? Ooh, ooh, that's a delicious number. Mm, I can almost taste it. So delicious. Yum, yum, yum. A bunch of uh, the, the Marvel and Capcom franchises are represented like the Avengers, X-Men, Street Fighter, Mega Man, Resident Evil, and uh, the what were the, the Darkstalkers? Darkstalkers, Darkstalkers, yeah. and, and a few more as well. Um, this is the fourth installment in the Marvel vs. Cop Cam. Cop Cam. <laughs> cop, cam. <laughs> cop Cam. I don't want to watch that show. It, the way I said it makes it seem like a fun hijinks cop show, but that would probably just be... Uh, <laughs> Not fun. Uh, it's the fourth installment in that series. It features both a single-player mode, which we watch, multiplayer game modes, and um, in this game, it's 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 a it's a one of the fighters. It's pretty easy to imagine. It's a fighting yeah. game, a two D fighting game. You select a tag team of three characters from those universes, and you fight against your opponent's tag team. Which is wild because I think this is the first time they had three to choose from mm-hmm. before it was two. So it's like, oh my, oh whoa, wait, it, what, what, what you doing? Uh, uh-uh, what? Adding a whole new element to it. It's We're gonna wild. take the number two and make it three. <gasps> Amazing. Um. That's all I had to share for the history and context, because because uh, as we've talked about, this is a game I'm not super familiar with. Mm-hmm. I only I played the first one in an arcade machine at FunWorks, yeah. as we talked about. Yes. Um. But yeah, anything you want to share? Or do you want to move on? It's awesome. It's awesome. That is in the, that's actually on the Wikipedia. In some reason, it <laughs> and it I, is. I did read it in that voice. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. I, what do I know about Marvel's Capcom Two? I know that there's some characters of the fifty six that are. Not from really anything. There's mm-hmm. a character named Amingo, who is this like cactus sombrero thing, um, that is not from any game. It was from like I think a game that they were going to make, and then they just scrapped the idea. Yeah. And so Amingo is just people were like sort of like, huh? Who is this character? Also, I know that Sonson is the monkey, um, the monkey girl with mm-hmm. the staff. Yeah. Was, she was my entryway character. I was like really into her at first. Um, she is from technically a Capcom game that was a shooter, but she's she's the granddaughter of the actual character from that game. 
So mm-hmm. she's rel- she's new as well. Ding, ding. I want to do a thing real quick. Ding, 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 ding. This is the part of the show where we have a fun part at the end of the show, which oh. I forgot we're going to, I'll tell you we'll do. Uh-huh. I'm not, I'm not stopping you. I'm telling you that you, we do a portion at the end of the show where I do facts and I give you recommendations. Uh, fact me by your game. This is one of the facts I was going to share. What? And you, but I always like to recognize when someone will bring it up Holy before. Crap. Yeah. Um, but this, yeah, this is one and you nailed it. It, she's the granddaughter of the main character in that game, but she's an original character in this game exactly yeah. yeah she has one of the coolest specials ever which is she'll cook you up turn uh-huh. you to a giant peach and eat you and spit you out uh, a giant she's also a goku yes yes yeah. she's based on the monkey king from um like which is go dragon ball is like based off of yeah. what yeah Capcom lost the rights to dragon ball and so they just changed the character but oh it was, always, it was always supposed to be goku like flying in the little nimbus with the that's amazing oh my gosh fact me by my game (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh and there's also a brand new character Mm. uh, ruby heart Mm. who's exclusively made for that for mars capcom 3 because this okay there's a story there's actually a story to the game mars capcom 2 oh yes i think it's not very clear at all but from what i could tell in the in the intro and the uh, opening, uh, the closing cinematic sequence when you win, um, there is this evil blob thing um, <laughs> that is evil. And this pirate character, Ruby Hart, is like trying to stop him with a globe, I think. I actually don't really know what the plot of the game is, but there is a plot. But she's like the <laughs> central... I think she's like the main character yeah. of the game. Unfortunately, she's sort of sucks oh. as a character. Looks very cool. I'm, I'm looking at a gift. Do you want to check this gift? Yeah. I'm looking at this gift. I don't know if she does this oh, in yeah. that game. But. She does. She throws an anchor and hits you. She apparently was supposed to be a Darkstalkers character that oh. was scrapped um, because, you know, pirates are spooky. Um, and <laughs> uh, they just used her for Marvel's Capcom 2. But then I don't think she did anything outside of that. Th- that's interesting because seeing that character, I would love to see like a whole series of games based on this pirate character man it's amazing it's half of her face like robot that's what i'm like you're looking at these that's what i'm trying to i can't totally tell is that just or her that just hair a patch or like a like an eye like patch a, like a weird a bandana eye patch. Yeah. thing across her face i don't know interesting huh um did you have uh any any anything else you want to share about the game or did you want to get into it's awesome it's awesome. that's gonna be the bullet point on every part <laughs> of the show <laughs> well perfect uh awesome so we know a little a little bit about the game now um let's get into your history with this game mm. i want to know uh, how you found this game and like what you and, and anything you might remember about that yeah i the first time i played this game was in an arcade like cool. uh, and i love fighting game arcades i love arcades i like going to arcades yeah. um button mash yes and echo park la specific place is one of my favorite places to go if there is i i <laughs> hate hanging out <laughs> i don't like doing it but if people are like let's go out that's the first place i'll recommend it's so fun um they used to have, they had a little, they had a Marvel's Capcom 2. A cabinet? Cabinet, I think, or they shared it with the, because they shared it with the Mortal Kombat 2. Oh, wow. Cabinet. 
for a while and now I don't see it anymore which is a shame but I anyway I saw the Sardin Arcade and I played it and was like there's so many characters uh-huh. and they're all different and so cool and then I remember this was what 2000 you said mm-hmm. so what was I was in high school oh my god I'm so old um, <laughs> I was in a high school and I would hang out my hangout spot was at an arcade in Flushing Queens Shout out to Flushing. Um, and I saw it there. And along with, I spent so much time on the Marvel's Capcom 2 game. Maybe a little bit more than the Dance Dance Revolution game. Because oh, that was, yeah. uh, I mean, I went in <laughs> on Dance Dance Revolution. Um, and I was just like obsessed. And then, you know, they took it out for like, I think they replaced it with a Soul Calibur game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's not as good. And then I sort of forgot. I mean, it's sort of. Oh, wow disappeared into the ether and then in college um a friend had the game on ps3 and it was i mean that was it for us it was like or ps2 one of the ps's Mm -hmm. um and you know that was it amazing and it was like to me it was awesome because it was it brought me back Cause it was all friend, you know what I mean. I was hanging out with my yeah. friends in high school. I was hanging out with my friends in college. It was mm-hmm. all a social game, yeah. And it was like the best time ever. That's ever. Awesome. It was so great. It was. It just was truly. It caught this. It like captured the spirit of like what an arcade should be. Like totally. that whole like vibe of like sort of like the one-upmanship of just like you know, I'm gonna beat you in this game. Uh-huh. Ver- and also like sort of just like. The social hangout yeah. aspect of it. It's uh, it's this is making me think all sorts of thoughts. <laughs> uh, but I find this really interesting and really cool because, um, obviously, like it is weird to schedule or like to have a hang in itself does kind of feel sometimes like a miracle. Mm-hmm. I might like hanging out in a normal setting maybe more than you do. You said earlier, yeah, hate it. I really, I'm <laughs> very, I'm like chill you are very chill but i'm also weirdly antisocial. i just like being by myself a lot. i and i resonate with that a lot i was telling you on the drive over here that, right that like i recharge something about li- living alone recently that is cool is that i recharge when i'm alone and have alone time so that's mm-hmm. nice but i do love being with people and hanging out and social stuff but i think what makes that hard can make that hard sometimes is that we like it's hard to like activate not activate the hang but just to get us in a comfortable place right where it's like there's no weird pressure to like do anything to Mm -hmm. talk about anything to like be a certain way and something about i don't go to a lot of arcades and i've only been there a couple times Mm -hmm. um i need to like i need to actually have my button mash experience because i still really haven't had that um so great but like also the food is amazing so I have had the food there, but so I've never good. like play. I was like watching people play games, ah, which is like a shame. I'm a I'm a game guy. <laughs> Come on. Did you choose to watch? I think I was only? like I felt. I think it was really crowded. Yes, that's the thing. It's it gets very crowded because it's a popular, cool place. Yeah. But I and I didn't want to like butt in. I was like, yeah, I'm cool hanging. I'm cool hanging oh, back, even, even though I wanted to probably play. But it is hard to just like let us be and like mm-hmm. be, to get in a mode where you can be and with a game like this or having people over like when we had when smash 
when mm-hmm. Smash Ultimate came out, and I probably, I, I'm sure, I, I swear I invited you to this. We had a whole Smash day at my old apartment right. where Jeremy brought like another TV. So we had like two what? TVs set up. We played Smash all day. People were unlocking characters. We were That's playing awesome. together. That was so, it's so easy when stuff like that happens because you can just kind of be yeah and i don't know if that's what your experience was with this game but like that is amazing when it can do something like that the you know like for me my social aspect is video games like Mm -hmm. i will have people over and for the sole purpose of playing video games yeah that's sort of that's like what I contribute to a group of friends you know i cannot cook I, i i will not bring food but I will bring a board game if there's this thing just to have it. But games is like to me for someone who is like um, <laughs> a little uh, it takes me a while to sort of warm up in a social aspect sure. when there's a lot of people like video games is like at least like, OK, this is something that we can all do. There's a focus here and I don't have to like talk to people about awkward stuff. <laughs> yes, you have stuff in front of you to talk about. You know? It almost, um, now that you're saying this, it almost kind of is like reminding me of times where I've been in situations like this or when I've just been in like normal social situations mm-hmm. and I have, I felt, whether it's uncomfortable or just like, like, like the gears aren't totally <laughs> clicking mm-hmm. socially. Um, it almost like allows you to get unstuck and it's like, not only do we have yeah. a thing to do, but we have a thing we can talk about this thing, and then talking about this thing is making us laugh, and it's reminding of oh us of stuff. And yeah. then I'm sharing with you. I mean, this is like this is the true. Be- this is the beauty of video games. It's like we can, and then suddenly we're not even having to think about things to talk about. We're mm-hmm. just like we're just being ourselves. Yeah, and we're just engaging. Also, video games are my favorite thing <laughs> in the world. I can play video games. so why wouldn't i have that with my friends you know like the one the thing that i love more than anything on this planet i get to share it with other people that i really love and they love it too i mean like that's the perfect scenario Mm -hmm. did you um this that you talking about that made me think of some stuff uh did you have friends who played video games with and you kind of touched on some of this earlier but did you have friends they played video games growing up or like a lot of friends that did or no. That's how I made friends. Wow. Amazing. I can, I mean, that's my friends were the kids that played video games. Yeah. And I know that you're not the only person to have that story, but it is still cool to hear that. Oh yeah. It, it you know, as an awkward kid, yeah. that's all, it's sort of like, cause we all do improv. That's yeah. all we talk about <laughs> because at least we can connect on that. Mm hmm. If I'm like, uh, this thing, and you're like, no, this other thing, it's mm-hmm. like, uh, but we're like, improv, yeah. yes. Cool. We have a thing where it's like improv and video games. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, you know, we're connecting. For me, I'm not the type of person to be like, uh, what's your thing? Mm-hmm. I'll be like, video games, and either they're like, you are a freak, or they're like, yeah, I'm a freak. <laughs> and I'm like, cool, awesome. Let's be freaks together and play video games. It's either green light or red light. Yeah, yeah exactly. But hopefully yeah. green. Hopefully green. And also, I mean, if it's red light, it's like, well, okay, I don't I don't want to be driving down that road. What a you good know? I'm you you have it together. <laughs> you you know, you're like, you know, if 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 I get a no, good, not for me. Yeah. Cuz rejection in this town, baby, we all've seen it. 
Jeremy has never been doing rejected. a praise him sort of thing. <laughs> praise <laughs> the LA it, gods. It start, it, to me, it started off as like, I have not, not me, but then it did go it, into it was very It was very holy he for is, sure. He is praising the LA gods, uh, whoever they are. Uh, that's amazing. Um, goodness, that's so cool. Uh so do you, I mean, kind of thinking about this game, you, I know you said you played this in college with your friends. Yeah. Will you, I want to know a little bit about that. Like mm-hmm. maybe talk about like those, who those people were. Also, where did oh you, you go to school? Okay. So I went to school uh, called SUNY Purchase and it's, it's in a place called Westchester in New York. I believe New you York. this is a real place. This is a real, I promise <laughs> it's a real place. Um, I went to school, I swear. Um, <laughs> And that's actually interesting and not something that I ever thought of before. So, hmm, hmm, very interesting. I was, um, I studied dance. I was in the dance conservatory um, because that's what I studied and that was what I was planning to do with my life. And then I found comedy. And then you're, too Um, bad you're hilarious as hell. (laughs) Um, And, but it's weird because as a dancer, it's so funny because I went to school for dance, but I like, didn't really click with a lot of the dancers. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like truly too much of a dork yeah. to be hanging out with those cool ass dancers. Um, and I lived in, I'm talking about my junior year. I was living in an apartment with five other guys and they were all so different. Oh, wow. But the one thing that we all had in common was video games. Oh. And to me, that was like, and they're still some of my closest friends, like Jesse, Adam, Joe. I like still talk to them. Um, and what do we talk about? Vid- truly, video games is our entryway into them being like, oh, so how are you? You know? Yes. We're always like, did you see the new trailer from blah, blah, blah? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's. But it was that. Because, you know, like, I, you know, someone, someone was like a political science major. Someone was like a film studies major. It, it's like very very different personality wise (laughs) pretty much personalities wildly different but we all played video games a lot as a matter of fact okay so freshman year of college i my roommate jesse jesse lair who i've lived with for all of my college. Wow, it stuck. The freshman roommate stuck. i mean he's a he's still a very close friend of mine amazing um we were known in our hall as the game guys because we would have we had um we had a PS2 and we had a GameCube and we had uh Dance Dance we had the Dance Dance Revolution mats oh and people would come to our rooms and be like hey um can we play DDR oh and I like love people this. would line outside of our rooms to play DDR and to play Pikmin. For the GameCube, <laughs> that is those two juxtaposed next to each other. Yeah. It's so funny, and that's how I mean that's that's what we were known in. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yes, yeah. He was. That's, I don't even know. What a, the did hell you have a doing. bouncer working this line? No, no. It did was you, so you had two pads then, not one. Two pads, two, two pads. And did you? Well, so like I, I. It's funny because um, I I also went to college and I swear and and where did you go? I went to Azusa Pacific, which That's is not a school a real out place. here. 
Thank you. Um, <laughs> but I went to it's so it's pretty close out here. But um, people would also come into my room to play video games too. What games were you playing at the time? At the time, I was playing stuff. Well, I was actually really just playing stuff on the Wii. But mm. this was like a very uh, empty period of video games for me, mm. where I wasn't really buying new games anymore mm-hmm. um, or playing new games. But people would come in to play like my old stuff. Like so, I think I was playing like. Truly virtual console games like oh uh, yeah Mario Brothers mm-hmm. like that stuff like that but people would come in to play my N sixty four or or play like uh, we play Melee Smash right. so um but so but I'm imagining my dorm room because what I wanted to ask you was it, we actually had pretty big dorms we were very fortunate and privileged mm-hmm. kids going to that school um but like. I'm imagining the space you need for two of those things we were had they? no space <laughs> it was a cramped that's intimate that's great but we still like did the- it anyway and it was sweaty and it really did feel like a nightclub oh my, i was imagining <laughs> like it was it would get sweaty and gross but you know college kids are disgusting yes do you know what i mean like we didn't give a shit we were so gross gross was this a gross. thing people would do on like the weekends or was it like uh kind of whenever mm. that might be that might be hard to remember I that far back really yeah because <laughs> i went to yes i'm five million years old um no i remember yeah i remember it was like literally the weekends were when it was popping yeah. like, that was when people so were drunk s- and being like ah, tdr so you, you know? had slow hours <laughs> we had slow hours yeah we had slow hours but we loved it we were like yeah come hang amazing play games you know goodness that's so cool um and then you lived with those six people and, yeah and you so six of you total or it was six it was seven you, of us total, six wow. other, including me, because I was an RA. All right. All right at the time. Um, and yeah, we lived in a really nice duplex apartment after we got out of the dorms. And it was like video games, none stop. We would oh. have shifts. It was great. It was great. We would watch each other play. But like fighting games was a big thing for yeah. us because that's how we, you know, we could all get to play. Yeah. You did, know, um, did you have since you were all gamers, did everyone have their own little setups in their room or was it like the living room and maybe a couple people? Yes. A, well, the, what was cool about that is that they, there were different types of gamers. So there was a couple of like computer gamers, which I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm like exclusively a console player. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was. I think half of us were like World of Warcraft, like the, whatever else, whatever on computer. other MMO <laughs> the early days of Steam. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like yeah. early, early Steam. Um, yeah, so it was weird, but like the consoles were in the living room, yeah. and we could. I mean, we had a whole bunch of consoles, so many. That is like, I mean, I looked. I had a. I had a. Not a similar thing. We all, my roommates and I, my senior year, all came together. That was like the thing we kind of all did together, mm-hmm. but we weren't all gamers. So it's amazing oh. to me. Like, my greatest fantasy is what you're talking yeah, about yeah. right now. That's so cool. Yeah. People, I mean, I don't, I never drank or smoked or partied at all mm-hmm. uh, because I am lame. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, uh, I'm pretty quite, cool, quite you guys. Way. I'm pretty cool. Um, no. Um, but I didn't do any of that stuff in college. I didn't party at all. But for me, partying was, oh, video games. Yeah. I mean, and we, it was, yeah, I just remember those days being so like, fucking wild and fun yeah. and you know like video game nerds are the worst they get angry 
They were like yelling all the time. So yeah. then that was, you know, there were some people that were like that and it was, but it was fun. It was so fun. Yeah. yeah. I thinking about people yelling, uh, in my freshman year of high, of high school, geez, of college, um, when I had that room where people would come play games, mm-hmm. uh, one of my close friends who ended up, I, we lived with each other for one year for a couple of years, actually, his name's Brad mm-hmm. and he would come in and play super smash melee. And he was really good at mm. that game. Like probably the best person I knew, at least in our circle or at our school. And he would come in and play, but he would also like, he would yell and get mad and say, and like say things, but he would also, he, it was so funny what he would do. He was really one of the funniest people. Like I, I look at myself now and I'm like, there's tiny things I have like pulled from Brad mm. that I like, has like become part of my comedy. Oh my God. Um, it's really strange. Just things I think that very like. Very Macaulay Culkin. Very, good son. Yes, very much. Um, <laughs> but he would, I, he would like get so frustrated and say the craziest stuff. Not, I'm not, I don't even mean like crazy offensive or mm-hmm. like, 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 like non PC stuff. I mean, he mm-hmm. would just like swear a lot and then say like sentences that didn't make sense. So I one I started because he would do this and he would react to us laughing at him. He would get more into it a little bit. Oh my gosh! I eventually started setting up a camera in my room and I recorded him. So and then I made this like video. A highlight video of Brad. Oh my gosh! F- uh, losing his shit to video games, and it was per- perfectly edited. I Is tell it you that. online? It got deleted. No, because uh, that year, um, I, well, that summer, I partitioned my hard drive on my MacBook that I had to play to play computer games. So mm-hmm. we're full circle here. Yep. And it, <laughs> instead of partitioning it, I accidentally erased over my Mac. Oh. So I erased the whole thing. It was so I'm really bummed. So I lost that was and that was the thing that I was most bummed to lose. People would come in and be like, "Hey, can I watch the Brad video?" Oh my god, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so sorry to take that down my own rabbit hole. Could have been viral, Connor. Uh, it really. He was the reason he didn't let me put it on YouTube. He was like, "Cause I I don't want people to look that up when I'm trying to get a job." And I was like. First off, I mean, very responsible, and, very Brad. Back, you're very responsible. And I think when the internet internet started, like back in 2009, 2010, that's not when it started. Yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> right? That's when huh? it started, right? When YouTube was like, like, actually like a successful yeah. thing. Um, there were people that was like a fear out there that like, yeah. well, whatever's on the internet, people are gonna see, which is actually totally true. It's hundred percent true. Um, but anyway, um, I'm sorry that you won't be able to see the Brad video. Dang it! I tried to make a sequel our sophomore year, and it just didn't have the authenticity. Wasn't the same. No, that same I like magic. started editing it, and <laughs> we just it didn't cut it. Mm, no. Dang. Um. Uh. Well, was there anything else that you want to share about like? I feel like we've gotten to talk about a lot of really fun stuff on this this episode and it's like kind of branched from marvel versus capcom yes. too sorry no 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 you're fine that's i mean every episode is different and this episode's special for those reasons um but before we move on was there anything else that you wanted to share about the game or your experience playing it because i have some fun stuff for us to do at the end mm, the game i remember okay here's the thing the game i was very good at that game that's the other reason why i loved it so much because yeah. i was the best at it that was like people were better at in other mm-hmm. games so that was like the shit people were like you can't 
play with Oscar and Lars Capcom too. He's going to win. And I 100% would always win. That was your badge win. of honor. All the time. All the time. And the other, I mean, we talked about this in the video, but like I'm a big fan of just like picking, I don't really have a lot of mains. Yes. Um. So I just like picked whoever, like I would randomize and I would just be so good. I mean, I, it, I got to be so good that I would beat people in freaking a serve bot. Who's uh. like notoriously just bad, mm-hmm. you know? But that That's was the like when we talked about the little Lego guy. Yeah, the little Lego guy. <laughs> um, and roll. So like those were my favorites mm-hmm. to play. But I loved it. it was, awesome. And it's a game. It's not a game that I like worked hard to be good at. It's mm-hmm. just a game that I played so much sure. that I became very good at it. And I don't think I've ever played a game. Um, I think that might be like the game that I put in the most hours yeah. was Marvel's Capcom 2 with the exception of maybe Final Fantasy 8 because I played that game four times I want to say oh my gosh you, know, so you saying the hours thing makes me hope that I don't know if there's an afterlife I don't necessarily believe there is one part mm-hmm. of me like hopes there's I will have some consciousness after I die because that's just really scary. <laughs> but I do hope that a feature of that is that we'll have each of us will have our own little personal leaderboard. That's like these are the hours you logged into these games. Oh my god, that's just a little hope. A little hope. A little I have. gamer heaven. <laughs> yeah, gamer heaven. Can we please go there? I wish we had like little. Uh, like... Only gamers allowed. Everyone else goes <laughs> to hell. <Yeah. laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. For real. Oh my god, that is heaven for me. Yeah. Just oh like gosh. working on that backlog. Um, yeah, or like view. even dealing, doing like little trophies, like just yes. having like in-person trophies. Yes, absolutely. A little achievements. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's cool. That is cool that that was like your badge, your video game badge of honor was that game. Oh my I don't gosh. know what that is for me. Uh, I don't think I have. Uh, let me think about what it. What is the game? Yeah, what's the game that you put the most hours into? Um, it's probably something like, like Smash. Not Smash. It's probably something like... Well, after seeing my Breath of the Wild total of 125 hours, I was like, I don't... That's it? (laughs) I'm kidding. No, that's a lot. Wow. Wow. Uh, No, it's okay. (laughs) I'm not up to your standards. Uh, But it's after seeing that, I was like, shoot, have I put in that many hours? You know what? It's probably Super Mario 64, now that I think about it. Really? I played... I, that was my first game I got on the N64. Well, I got it for Christmas yeah. a couple years after it came out. And I played through that so much. And I've revisited that a bunch throughout my life. Yeah. And that's a game you can sink time into. So that or probably like uh, probably that, honestly. Yeah. That's what I would say. Wow. Um, Jeremy, what about you? The most hours? I've played Final Fantasy seven mm-hmm. over seven. Oh, seven by seven, mm-hmm. yeah. perfect in time. Forty nine. Can do it like your favorite movie. Just like, really? Like, How do you I, feel about the remake? Oh, I can't wait. Mm. When you I was. You always play the old one. It's true. Yeah. I was. Uh, I know he knows and has played this game so much that when I early January I kind of revisited. You know how it came out on the Switch? The remaster. They're yes. like, well, not remaster, whatever version that came out. The port. Um, I played through like a little bit of it, but then I revisited it in January because I went on a trip. So I was playing it on the plane, which was mm. so much fun. But I remember I got to this part and I was like, Jeremy, I know this thing's about to happen. What should I do before it 
happens and oh, he was like the the moment yeah the moment mm-hmm. and he told me and he he just like gave me a heads up but then when i kept going through my playthrough and i realized i had gotten past the point where i could basically retrieve the materia mm-hmm. from this person <laughs> and i haven't played it since for that reason but jeremy sorry that was another way to talk about myself the whole point ah. of that was just that i know he could be my guide there yeah so thank you jeremy yeah. um sorry i couldn't no, it's okay. That was my own fault. I should have been checking online. I mean, that was such a moment, though. If we're talking about moments. Like, I was 11. I would cry. I would like, watch it over and over and just cry. You can also sorry, talk about like, it. You can chair. talk about We don't have to pretend like. Well, to me, it it is. Oh, my. Just the fact. How stupid were we? <laughs> stupid children thinking they can't kill a character that we've played with. <laughs> what? We can bring her back. Yeah. Oh my uh, gosh. Huge rumor for the longest time. Yeah. That's me regurgitating the internet at <laughs> you because I know that. Um, great. Uh, was that all you want to share about Marvel vs. Capcom Yes, and that's too? it. No more. We are we are finishing the discussion on that. Well, cool. Well, thanks for sharing all that stuff. I have a, two fun segments I want to do Yay. before we go. The first is the Fact Me By Your Game segment, which is the, the segment classically that everyone knows where I tell facts at my guest about mm-hmm. this game um these are all i found all of these i'm trying to get in a better habit of like citing my sources and citing mm-hmm. places i get information from yeah, I'm just that's a, very nice just of you I'm, I'm just a good considerate guy just say you knew about it <laughs> yeah i should i should say that came from connor came from connor aka screen rant um but the, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first one i wanted to share was the fact you already shared that uh is it sonson or sunson sonson sonson Either way, I guess is the is the is there an original character in this game? The granddaughter from the main character Sonson from the game Sonson 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 Sonson. It's like a Pokemon <laughs> saying its own name now. Yeah. So that was the first fact I wanted to share. We've already got her. That. Power was so cool. She lifted her staff in the air, and then a giant staff because like you know Goku has a huge staff just fell on the ground. Oh, so good. She had the best supers. She sucked you up. I said this already. Cooked you up. Yes. And, also, I love shit. She what she cooks you into is a is a peach, which is a fruit you could pick off a tree. It's not like she cooks you into a cake or anything. No, <laughs> it's she a, also could run around the screen too. Whoa. No one could do that. I lo- I'm truly intrigued by this character, especially She's after cool. you telling me she it's looks kind of cool like too. the Goku from Dragon Ball. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, very cool. Um, the second fact I want to share with you, and I've got three, mm-hmm. uh, was that um, in this game, I, allegedly, one of the weakest competitors is Dan Habiki from Street Fighter. Oh, my gosh, Dan. Oh, my God. He had a super that you can throw. He, like, autographs his headshot, yeah, and he yeah, throws yeah, it at yeah. you, but it does no damage. That's amazing. He has a super where it's just taunts, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dan Habiki, so insane uh, the fact i wanted to share was that dan uh has a unique ability that no other character has uh which mm-hmm. is his the, his in-game taunts can actually fill the player's hypermeter oh yeah so it's the only character Their who can do own that, even though he's hypermeter yes. oh yes 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 um, wow. And then a uh, little sub fact is that Thor, included in future games, was able to perform a similar technique. So oh. da- even though Dan wasn't And the included. other Marvel's Capcom games? Yeah. I think in the third He's one, not Thor. Very good. He's yeah. not a good player. Thor. Dan or Thor? Thor. Well, that checks out with yeah. the whole the special ability. That sucks, though. Thor's fun. Thor is fun. He's just a little too stiff. Yeah. Yeah. 
Shoot, you hear that, Chris Hemsworth? <laughs> Roasted. Uh, and the last fact I want to share with you, which is uh, Sentinel, which is the, oh, yeah. which, for those of you out there who don't know, is the a mutant robot, a mutant hunting robot they are, I was going to say, what? Yeah. What? And, and truly, stop me at any point that I that I do mess something like that up, because I am not super familiar with this game. Uh, the mutant hunting robot character was revealed on the game's website, actually, to have a real name. Other than Sentinel, oh, what? And um, which instead, it, it wasn't actually a name. The Sentinel's name is a specific serial number. Well, the, by serial number, I mean which is reads uh, Coda ninety four C O T A dash ninety four. This is an Easter egg uh, alluding to Capcom's first fighting game that featured Marvel characters, which was titled Children of the Atoms. So yes, C O T A, oh, of course, which was released in 1994. Wow! So it's like a little, a little tip, a tip of the cup oh to their history. Look at that! Every person who tells history is Irish. Which yeah, <laughs> I'm like, huh? What? <laughs> um, but that—that's all the uh, facts. Fact me back game segment that's so amazing um lastly the last thing we'll do before we uh get the plugs and get the heck on out um i will i have some game recommendations which it always feels so uh i feel uh di- almost disingenuous recommending games to a person based on a game that i am not familiar with and games you probably power stone with. um there we are wow that's it if you like marvel's i mean power stone is the definitive fighting game on the dreamcast 100%. It's wild to me that Power Stone hasn't been remade, yeah. remastered. Where's the Power Stone sequel? Power Stone, why are people talking about Power Stone is def- the definitive fighting game for that generation? Huh. I don't know. Everyone yeah. should be playing Power Stone. The first thing I Google, the first Google result is Power Stone property management. I, <laughs> oh, I assume that's not the same thing. And then it's a bunch of videos on the Dreamcast. Interesting. Um, here are some recommendations. I like to so I always like to preface this uh, segment um, mm-hmm. with uh, in relationships, like at the end of "Call Me by Your Game" when Elio's relationship ends. With I always forget Army. Call Hammer. me by your name. Call, I did. I call it "Call Me by Your Game." <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Call me by your name. The Elio. character is also in the podcast. First off, well? uh, Timothy Chalamet will be the last ep- uh, guest on this sh- episode ever, or this uh, this Manifest show ever. Manifest it. Manifest it. Gonna make it happen. I don't remember Army char- Army character. I'm talking too fast. I don't remember Army Hammer's character's name, but when Elio moves on from that relationship, as in all relationships, at some point you date someone new, whether that's immediately mm-hmm. or down the road. Sometimes we all I feel like we've all known people who've dated someone extremely similar to the person they were with. Ooh. Sometimes people date people wildly different. Like yeah. you 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 go out of your not your comfort zone, but whatever you would call that, um, your normal circles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have some recommendations, kind of in those. Ooh, I'm excited. Um, and uh, first, um, something in a different vein, but okay. that is still features like the mashup because that's what I'm taking from this is okay. like the Marvel Capcom features like a mashup element to it is, uh, the Kingdom Hearts series. <laughs> okay, yes, I'm yeah. not familiar. I've not played, but have you played those at all? You haven't played Kingdom Hearts? No, I I was not a PlayStation kid. Mm. But but I'm fa- enough intrigued by and I always loved the idea of this like Final Fantasy looking character with a key sword and goofy. Yeah. Was always well, cool key, to me. Keyblade, Keyblade, key thing. Wow, 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 embarrassing. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Is it okay if I still put your name on this episode? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I the a recommendation that is something um, not quite not quite equally 
mashed up um, is Mortal Kombat versus the DC Universe. Oh my god! <laughs> On the PS3 dare and, you. and the Xbox I w- 360. I will say Mortal Kombat, we needed Mortal Com- Kombat versus DC to get the infamous series. Yes. Oh, not infamous, Injustice, sorry. Mm-hmm. Why did I say infamous? Um, well, it is infamous. <laughs> yeah, the, inf- <laughs> the infamous series of Injustice. Uh, because I think Injustice is a fantastic franchise. Mm-hmm. It's very good. But have you played? I ha- I've versus... watched it. I've watched Mike, Christian, and Rob Skirbo play each other. I mean, Shouts it's... to my two sweet boys. <laughs> um, but so, so, the, so that was the way we got there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last one, my out of left field oh, recommendation, okay. which is another mashup, staying with the theme, mm-hmm. is none other than Puyo Puyo Tetris. Oh, I have it. I own Completely it. Completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also, I also am trying to start to frame these recommendations as for for the people listening um, too. So uh, yeah, it's it's a mashup of those two puzzle games. Uh, so that's a, if you want to keep that mashup spirit, mm-hmm. but do a different style game. I would do the, the good Puyo. <laughs> Oh See, God. when you asked me that question, I'll I'll pull behind, I'll pull the curtain back a little bit. When you asked me that, I didn't know if you were asking me which Puyo Puyo game, like yeah. Puyo, or or if Puyo Puyo is like a a like a Pokemon type that I'm choosing <laughs> from because I don't know those games. The SNES one's good. SNES one. On the uh, SNES Someone online did, for Switch. Oh, you can play it on there. I've played that one. I did like that. Um, so yeah, those are my recommendations That's for you. Incredible. Um, before we go and get into plugs, I, I just wanted to thank you again for doing the show. Uh, it means a lot that you came Aww. on to do this and this was truly so much fun and one of the easiest episodes we've ever done. Uh, how is it? I mean, it's, you're gonna, it's a podcast about video games. I know. See, but you're, Come on. you're just perfect for it. So, oh so Oscar Montoya, thank you so much for doing thank this. Thank you Connor, um, for having me. And That's... I've, I've said this to to before on the show but hopefully i mean as we go down hopefully this show has a long life <laughs> and we get to do bring people back to do other games so it'd be wonderful to have you someday i would love to be back um i was talking to a few future guest uh spoiler greg smith who <gasps> was like it has pained me to choose a game which i understand so we'd yes. love to bring you back for another one. Oh someday. my god yes i would love um anything you would like to plug before we scoot um um well podcasts i yes. have several <laughs> i have two i have two <laughs> um i am on i'm a co-host on the spanish Aki presents podcast on earwolf um it's me rosie lucia tony rodriguez carlos santos um it's a latinx comedy podcast very um in the style of like comedy bang bang but we have really great latinx um talent come in and we interview them and then we do an improv set based off of their interview um that's really really fun spanish aqui presents a q u i oh almost forgot how to spell aqui but that's how you spell it (laughs) um you do not have to speak spanish to listen to it it is an english speaking podcast but it is a latin x podcast you also don't have to be latinx to to listen to it it just celebrates maybe it celebrates latinx it just celebrates the latinx experience you know um and i also have another podcast called inside the disney vault and it is a disney podcast um it's hosted by me rachel chapman and claire logren and our mission was to watch every single disney animated movie in chronological order and we did it 
Yeah. And then, yeah, which is crazy because before the podcast, I've only seen four. So now, oh. now I can say I've seen every single one. And boy, it was a trip. And then we did Pixar. Yes. We watched every single Pixar movie. And now we're watching every Disney Channel original movie, which is <laughs> wild. It's oh, a wild wow. ride. Have you, have you done the – first off, Rachel has watched so many hours of movies to do – her podcast. Oh, I know. She got and, the uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks podcast. But there's a lot of overlap between the two, I will say. Oh, fair. Oh, duh. oh yeah. Yeah. He's um, in a lot of Have you stuff. done the Even Stevens movie yet? Not yet. Amazing. I look no. forward to that episode. Is that the is that your favorite decom? Um, I don't know if it's my favorite decom, but it's the one I loved Even Stevens. Great. So like that one is it's up there. We'll for get me. you we'll get you on that for hey, that one. Hey, oh, that, that's how I did. I was like, Did you do this one? Cool. Now that's you how you get it. it. <laughs> that's how you gotta ask for it, right? Beautiful. Um, um sorry. And then oh, and then also aside from podcasts, you can watch me on um a Fox animated show called Bless the Hearts. Um yeah. I didn't realize you were on that show. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. 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 Um it's fun. I play a very fun character. The cast is insane. Um Kristen Wig, Maya Rudolph, Fortune Feimster, Drew Tarver, um, and me. What? Oh, um so, it, your name belongs in those list of names. Oh, it's it's it's, it's so, so cool. wild. I'm still oh. pinching myself. Um but yeah, um you can watch that on Fox. Uh you can watch it on Hulu if you have streaming. Um and it's a really fun show. Awesome. Beautiful. Um, thank you so much for sharing today, Oscar. Oh, God, uh, thanks for having me. You betcha. This show is produced by the great Jeremy Schmidt. You've heard him on the show. Uh, follow him on Twitter uh, at Ocarina of Crime, Instagram at Scaremy Schmidt. Uh, take a look at his show. He's got a wonderful video game uh, podcast show. Different than this, it's more of a roundtable style show where we talk about the news, games that we've been playing, uh, fun topics as well. It's called Video Games, a comedy show. Uh, you can check me out on social media, on Twitter and Instagram. Connor underscore McCabe uh, on uh, let's plug I'll plug Harold Knight for the both of us come out to UCB's Harold Knight watch us do improv uh, check me out on the team jet set check, check Oscar out you had 40 plugs you don't have to worry that you forgot one <laughs> Oscar is holding his face in shame now Sorry. Uh, Pony check Oscar out on, the, on one of the all time great teams Pony um, you, Matt and Jake who've done the show are on yeah. that team as well um, and if you like the show you want to help um, give us a rating or review in the Apple podcast Podcast store that would be great uh let us know what you're liking about the show email us at call me by your game podcast at gmail.com for any questions or anything you might have that's so um, cool thank you so much for listening to the show oh and did i plug my so i should plug my oh, socials plug now. your socials sorry no, um you can follow me at ozzymo o-z-z-y-m-o on twitter and instagram <laughs> Woo! good follow i'll tell you that uh thank you oscar thank you jeremy thank you dear listener out there uh, and thank you most of all, Tron Bon, and we'll see you on the next episode. I wanna take you for a ride. I wanna take you for a ride.